The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Cracking down on the elusive Kinnan cartel is like trying to catch the wind. But now, a breakthrough agreement between Irish Gardaí and Dubai police could be a game-changer in this high-stakes cat-and-mouse game. For the first time, Dubai is sending its police officers to Dublin to insist, assist in the ongoing investigation into the cartel. Uh, joining me now is uh, the uh, crime and security editor for the Irish Times, Conor Lally. Uh, good morning, Conor. Hiya, Pat. Now, what's happening? The Gardaí have enlisted the help of Dubai police or are the Dubai police coming over just to bone up on the Kinnans? Well, um, people probably saw last week that uh, Drew Harris went to Dubai. He met his uh, counterpart in the Dubai police there. Now, that was very significant in the in the sense that it was the first time um, such senior guard officers had ever gone there. Um, and that's despite the fact, really, that the leadership of the Kinahan cartel, you know, some of them have been in Dubai really for about a 10-year period. So I suppose it's kind of unusual um, that our senior officers hadn't gone there before now. So the fact that uh, the Guard Commissioner even went there, um, had an audience, you know, had a, uh, meetings there with uh, senior officers from the Dubai police, that was regarded as very significant in itself. But what happened at the meeting was um, they agreed between the two police forces that some Dubai police officers would come to Ireland and they would essentially be stationed here. Um, they would help the Gardaí in their inquiries into the cartel. Um, and I think really a lot of that role will will involve things like sharing information. So if there are, if there are Gardaí here working away on an inquiry and there's a Dubai element to it, there's a, a Kinahan cartel element to it, they will have a person, a colleague here from abroad in Ireland um, that they can turn to and they can ask him or her to, you know, contact their colleagues back in Dubai and get whatever information they need from them. So, look, it just speeds everything up. It's a seamless partnership. And, you know, that's the plan, basically. Now, there is no extradition treaty between Dubai and Ireland, but that doesn't mean that you cannot extradite. That's right. Um, the Italian authorities last year um, they were able to extradite one of their, you know, one of the people that they were chasing for, you know, Kinahan scale uh, drug dealing, if you like. Um, and what happens in these cases is because Dubai has no extradition arrangements with the EU or any EU member states. Any extradition would have to be agreed on a case-by-case uh, basis. So if we wanted to extradite any of the Kinans back here, we would have to do a deal just for that particular person. Mm. Um, now, that hasn't happened as of yet. We haven't extradited anybody from Dubai back to Ireland. Obviously, the fact that the authorities in Dubai are now willing to send some of their police officers here to you know, help them. It does raise the prospect that we're now into a new era of, you know, closer cooperation between Ireland and Dubai and that that cooperation may lead to, you know, gangland uh, figures being extradited from Dubai back to Ireland when the time comes. Do you believe that these uh, developments have happened on foot of the American involvement last year? I suspect they have, yeah. Um, I mean, Christy Kinnan Sr. has really been in and out of Dubai, as I say, for, for about 10 years. Um, and I think the the first significant move I had seen from the authorities in Dubai was when they imposed uh, sanctions on the very people that the US authorities imposed sanctions on in Dubai last year. So 
Essentially, the US authorities imposed financial and travel sanctions on Kinahan cartel leaders who are based in Dubai. And then about a week or two afterwards, we found out that the UAE had also imposed sanctions on those people. Now, that was the first time I'd ever seen, um, you know, Dubai acting against uh, cartel people in their territory. And once really you have the Americans on board, the guards knew at the time the really key thing with having the Americans involved is that their power and their influence all over the world is really valuable. If you, if, if we as Irish people can't get what we want from the authorities in Dubai, the Americans can put pressure on them to cooperate with us. Um, and that's the real asset there of having the Americans involved. Now, uh, the, the question of the Kinahan's activities in Dubai... Uh, it, it might appear on the surface of it that they are model citizens. They don't, you know, uh, go speeding in their cars. They don't go shoplifting. They don't go killing people in Dubai. Um, and, and therefore, there might be no reason to, uh, you know, bring themselves to the attention of the police forces there. Um, is is that kind of the logic? You get other people in other parts of Europe to, to do what you do, which is trade in drugs and other mm. nefarious activities, but you behave impeccably in Dubai. Yeah, I mean, that is the logic. Um, And really what happens then is, Pat, and we saw it, um, we really saw that very clearly in the early days of the Kinahan cartel when they set up shop over in Spain. Um, Christy Kinahan Sr. was free from jail in Ireland about 23, 24 years ago. When he got out of prison, he relocated to Spain and he began growing there, what we now know as the Kinahan cartel. If you look at, say, the first about five years of that operation, really rapid growth phase of the cartel from Spain, um, they kept their heads down over there. Um, they weren't a priority for the Spanish police because they had their own, you know, larger gangs who are, you know, killing people, doing extortion rackets and so on. So if you're an international group and you're under the radar and you're not really coming to the attention of the media or the police in that particular country, you can work away for a while under the radar. So they weren't a priority for the Spanish police uh, because they had other uh, priorities and they were more or less out of size of the guards because at that time, say between the year about 2009 about 2005, we had an awful lot of gangland feuds taking place in Ireland and trying to get on top of those gangland feuds were the priority of the, of the guards here. So really the Kinahans, they were under the threat for the Spanish authorities and for the Irish authorities and they really took advantage of that and within about a five-year period they've grown so wealthy and so powerful that they were very hard to catch because once you have that wealth you can outsource all the risks so you don't have to handle the, the drugs, yeah. the guns, anything like that. You have your underlings do all that work. And this cartel was so big, the Kinahan's underlings also have underlings. So they're three and four steps away from any crime, from any, you know, drugs being in a room, uh, firearms being found in a car and so on. Um, And once these criminals get to that stage, they're extremely hard to catch. So I suppose what this uh, partnership now, if you like, between the Dubai police and the guards is all about it's trying to reduce the comfort zone around this cartel. I'm in one country. They don't really care about me. They don't really know I'm here. But I'm ordering chaos from here in Ireland and in other parts of uh, Europe. They're trying to close down that comfort zone around the leadership of the cartel. Yeah, and they may force them to go to other places like uh, 
maybe Iran or Azerbaijan or, uh, uh, you know, however exotic those places might seem, they're not uh, necessarily uncomfortable places at all. Yeah, I don't know whether you remember that quote from the late Somerset Maugham who wrote about the French Riviera, that it was a, a sunny place for shady people. Uh, that has moved on, I suppose, to Marbella initially. And Dubai probably does not want that reputation to be a sunny place for shady people. That's right. And I mean, I think Dubai has been that kind of a place for quite some time now. I mean, there's an awful lot of international cartels there and they invest a lot of, you know, they buy things like property. Um, very often they will set up, you know, seemingly legitimate companies there, but it's 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 all set up at the start with the proceeds of crime. Um, and once you spend your money in these places and you invest heavily, you do things like create jobs. Um, very often the authorities in these places will turn a blind eye, certainly for a while, and they'll turn a blind eye unless they're absolutely pressured by either the Americans the European Union to clamp down on particular groups of um, criminals because they have reached such a scale that they're, you know, wreaking havoc uh, either throughout Europe or in the Kinnan's case, you could say that they have a global uh, reach. All right, Connor, thank you very much for joining us. Connor Lally, Irish Times Crime and Security Editor. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.